This, this is, is Megan. Oh, we fucked it up. <laughs> I already fucked it we up. Already I always it. go last. I'll go last. Oh, no. Look, this is Tracy. This is Megan. And I'm Michelle. And again, you... not how I sound. All right. Oh, Jesus. Uh, listen, we try to be professional and we can't do it. But here we are. You're listening to Deep Derailments. Welcome back, everybody. What's up, guys? Hey. What? Hello. Hey, Hi, it's guys. all three of us again. Yay. I'm back. Megan's back. What's, new? What's have, going on? I don't have a wicked headache tonight, so that's good. Oh, or a Always wicked cough best. like you did in the last few weeks. I mean, I feel like you finally, uh, you finally healed, babe. Are you, yeah, are you finally healthy again? Uh, I think so. I think okay. I'm there. <laughs> that doesn't sound like you really meant it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you believed in that. Yeah. What are you guys true. drinking? Trace, what you drinking? I got a, I just uh, rummaged through my basement fridge and it's a revolution... Octoberfest. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Nice. A lot Good of revolution is like pretty happy. I, I like got, happy though. Yeah. I got I got my tea, my candy cane lane tea and my little Christmas cup. But then also I have oh, bucket. This um cab. <gasps> That's a good one. True myth from Trader it's a good Joe's. Cab. Also, it's, it's got a beautiful cab. design on it. A little bar. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah. Is that how you pick your wine wine to drink? On the bottle? Yeah, based, based on, the on the bottle. Um, yeah, yeah, me too. Wine okay. horses, um, sports teams, based on color, design, and name. Perfect. I've won a lot of Kentucky Derbies. Um, doing that. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> you you do the thing where you box them <laughs> and you do the place show win and you box it. A lot of money. The just the sentence I've won a lot of Kentucky Derbies. <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me, but that really got me. <laughs> yeah, gotta go play the horses. I'm gonna start Kentucky calling Derby you Jackie Day. Berkey. Uh, so, no, when I was in um, when I was younger, me and you my were a friend, jockey. Me and my friend, I could have been. I mean, she's I'm quite small. small. Yeah, you are tiny. <laughs> um, yeah, no, me and my friend, we used to go over to Maywood, uh, when the horse track was there and mm -hmm. we would fucking sit there and just be degenerates and like bet on the horses. It was really fun, actually. My, um, dad used to take us, this is not horses, but used to take us to, um, the Greyhound racing track oh, up in, in, uh, no, in Florida. There was one whoa. in Florida in like Tampa-ish area. And like when I was seven, I was just like betting on dogs, baby. <laughs> Truly, it's wild. just wild. It was really that reminds fun, me though. of The Simpsons and when Homer and Bart go and they bet on Santa's little helper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. I've never seen one episode of The Simpsons. Oh I've, yeah, I've seen a couple. I'm more of a South Park gal, but um, oh, I mean, I was both. I've seen them all. So, yeah, no, not not a one of either either show. My Ever. husband sure. would divorce me if he heard me talking shit on the simpsons i i, I don't think it's as good as south park i don't know whatever hot take I, I don't know i saw something today that talked about Sim the simpsons being the longest running television show ever yeah ever? it's been on for like 40 years or something Ooh, long time i don't know long time is it crazy. still on yeah i, I think, think they're so. still making new episodes let me i'll google it meg what are you drinking water <laughs> 
I have way too much mitol and ibuprofen coursing through these veins Fair. to probably ingest anything other than good old H2O. Okay, started so, in 1989. Yeah, 34 seasons. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, December Conan O'Brien was one of the head writers. 17th. December 17th, 1989, 756 episodes. It's the longest-running American animated series, longest-running American sitcom, and longest-running scripted primetime television series. Damn, that's crazy. Good for them. So yeah. I guess you did it, Simpsons. I guess fuck me. They're they were better than it. South Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what's new, guys? Is anything anything going on? Anything new? Not not here. I don't think. Uh, I'm just here along for the ride today. Yeah, man. I was uh, late to pick up Lucy from school today, and I fucking held up the whole fucking carpool line like a fucking shitty mom. And carpool <laughs> lines are, like, intense. Oh, my God. Sweet. I mean, I got a phone call from Angelo. Like, one of the neighbors had Lucy, and everyone was like, ma'am, you can't pull up any further. I'm like, oh, my God. I was, like, getting angry stares from all the other parents who, like, know what time to pick up their kid. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. That happened today. Whoops. Sweet. So I can't, like, I feel like when my mom used to pick me up, we would, like, walk down to the corner and get picked oh. up. Uh-uh. No way, sis. You gotta no. be lined up, and you gotta be in the three lanes, and then the one lane exits first, and when the bell rings, everybody has to turn off their car. What? The oh, yeah. You gotta remember, though, Berkey, we grew up in the 80s and 90s when it was okay if you got kidnapped. Like, nobody cared for a little bit. <laughs> so, I know, right. but my, my brother, he's six years younger than me. He walked his ass to the corner, too. Correct. So he grew up in the early 80s when it was, like, a game to, like, let children oh, get, like, kidnapped. he's younger than me. Oh, I thought you said he's six years older than you. Sorry. Six years um, younger. Yeah. Well, I think that, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I think that, I think it's very so different. you're and telling I think, me I have mm -hmm. to get in a line. I gotta sit in my car, turn off my car at a, the proper time, mm -hmm. and then wait for my There's child. a hand signal. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> then you have to get out of your turned off car to go to the sidewalk where the door is that they've let your child out and hold mm -hmm. their hand and walk them back to the car. No, I'm not doing Don't you think that. it's probably all about like liability and shit though? Like, oh, if you're certainly. Kidding, like, it's all, that's all it's about. It's like, we're not liable for your child once they see your dumb face it's like okay that's fine i'm gonna write a letter to the school and be like i'm not getting out of my so, car so better... that your that your theoretical child doesn't go to yeah okay i'm gonna be like listen i'm not getting out of the car i'm not going in that stupid fucking lane let my kid walk to the corner they'll figure sounds it out like your kid's gonna ride the bus sounds so like a oh like they can really ride the bus cool I'll good use of your time michelle <laughs> to write this letter yeah <laughs> i think you know what? If nobody fights fascism, then it wins. Okay, I don't know what else to say. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I don't think this is the hill to die on. I don't, I don't no. know. No, crime's not. But hey, before we get started, I want to do since I wasn't on last week, and I told my girl I would give her a shout out. But I want to give a shout out to my friend Cynthia mm -hmm. from Lobo Team Jiu Jitsu because she has listened to every fucking episode of even the one even number three she fucking no crap volume up volume down to hear it all and she 
fucking rules. So, oh, thank Cynthia. You, Cynthia. Yeah, we love you. Also, so she's also, the only one who knows the actual Bivy free solo conversation. Yeah, she's yes. the only one. It's true. Although, I mean, like, there might be other listeners out there, but we're going to de- definitely put Cynthia there, our number one uh, double deer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and her tits are huge, so that, like, works out. Oh, well, and that's God why she likes bless. it so much. Because she's like, oh, double D's? That- I know about that life. I can Hell be yeah. on that. <laughs> she fucking smashes me with those things, like, on the reg. <laughs> oh, no wonder you go to jiu-jitsu all the time. <laughs> so much boob touching. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> climbing. What I'm missing out. Oh, yeah, that's man. awesome. Well, Cynthia, thanks for listening, babe. We really, we appreciate it. And um, hope you enjoy it, because we're having fun. So, well, if there's no other news, then I think we should probably just uh, get into Megan. Megan, you have the floor tonight. I'm doing a little shorty later, but you have okay. the floor tonight. And I have to say, I'm excited. I've been excited for 10 days. Wait, I don't know what this is about. Oh, yes, you do. I do? Uh, yeah. Did you tell me while I wasn't paying attention? Crabs. I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think I tell you a lot of things when you're not paying attention. And then you come back to me like a few minutes later, you're like, uh what did you say (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, uh, okay should i get going yeah Yeah. okay so as you all know obviously how i feel about things that are filled with mystery and lore Uh (laughs) however tonight i want to explore another one of my passions it's still in the same creepy vein, so don't worry. But tonight, my story is about true crime. Yes. So, in fact, true crime is initially what we all sort of, like, bonded over. So mm-hmm. I thought it would be fitting to finally do a, cru- a true crime story for our 10th episode, which feels Yay! like, I don't know, kind of a big deal, right? Double yeah, digit? I think so. I, I mean, that realize. hasn't been true crime around him 25 years that's how me and megan initially bonded is we both listened to um a podcast i'm sure most people in this world know my favorite murder and uh we were listen we both listened to it she started working with us and she said that phrase about something and i literally shoved out of my cubicle at work and then was embarrassed because i wasn't super close with megan yet so then i sent her a private message and said I have a weird question, but do you listen to this podcast? And she said, oh, my fucking God, yes. Wait, and then we just I'm immediately sorry. bonded. Pause. Um, what, did you message her? So right now, the setup of the cubicle is your back is to Megan's back. So did no. you message her? No, I was were... in the middle. No, oh, okay. I was. You, you, was were like, you were in Will's desk, right? I was three cubicles away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh okay, yeah. okay. But I shoved out of the cub- cubicle thinking that she would still be out there to look at her in her eyes and be like, we are friends. Um, and she wasn't <laughs> there. And so then I was like, okay, I must retreat. This is embarrassing. Gonna, but like- then I needed to know <laughs> if that's what that was from or if I was just a crazy person. And then it was. And so then, and then truly all me and Megan talked about for probably like two months after that was murder and crime. So much so yeah. that she bought me a book about serial killers that we read at work. And it's just so fucking funny to me that like, that's what kind of like shot our friendship to the moon where we were like do you like murder can we talk about it like, all oh, the time we're so weird i love it yeah we we've been a little loose on serial killer thursdays but yeah uh, we well that's because you back. had a fucking panic attack about us finishing the book well yeah okay 
to be fair, that's fair. I enjoy the book so much, but then when I realized that we had like read through, like briskly read through like a third of the book, I was like, oh no, I don't want this to end. So well, I got really scared. And then I said, we can't read it every I mean, week now. Christmas time's coming up. I did gift that to Tracy for Christmas. So I, okay. I bet I could probably find another. Well, once I know that there's like a replacement to follow, we can finish the book. <laughs> I imagine but... there are dozens of books like that right. so i don't know that we have to worry too much all right I all mean... right so meggie mystery okay. and lore gal what are we talking about true okay. crime tell us more okay so tonight i am going to tell you guys about a case that i knew almost nothing about tonight i am going to tell you about the horrible horrible twisted sick mark twitchell the dexter killer mm -hmm. oh i didn't about this i just forgot yeah, uh -huh. fucking name, right? Like Mark, Mark Twitchell. Twitchell. What's his mm -hmm. middle name? Do you know? I mean, wouldn't you murder people I don't know. if that James? was your name? I, fucking, I don't know. You can look don't it up. Make that up. That's gonna be there's yeah, gonna be on. another Mark James Twitchell. Wait. Uh hold on. I got him so I have like a bunch of tabs pulled up here. I bet I could find out. Do you want to know? I just Googled why white women love reading true crime so much. Do you guys <laughs> oh, want to know why? Well, hold uh, on. What I first the first and foremost, his middle name is Andrew. I just found it. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> but uh, Andrew, that's not James. Yeah, correct. No, you I, I was lying. Yep. I have a question for you, Michelle. Before you continue on telling me why I like murder because of my skin color, mm -hmm. I would like to make sure that this is a an appropriate website. It's not like it's not something the like theguardian.com. Oh, I don't know that I. <laughs> I don't no. know that I want you to read whatever the next sentence is. I didn't tell is. you I was going to give you like a good. <laughs> what does it say? Because white you women are fragile. What um, does it say? They see true crime as a source of education about how not yes. to wind up as a victim. That's absolutely accurate. I agree with that. <laughs> right, that's why I decided fine. to read it. I thought, yeah. oh, right, what's this Google okay. shirt's going to bring? Anyway. Megan, wait. Guys, oh. okay. All right. This Focus. story has everything. Okay. Exactly. With cheese hands? <laughs> With cheese hands. <laughs> Fucking listen. It's in Canada. Star Wars is involved. Catfishing, a kill room, Halloween, lying, cheating. I'm like a dumb, dumb killer. <laughs> wow. I like and a lot of those things. Oh, I mostly mean, Canada. Love Canada. <laughs> Fucking hell yeah. Okay, so sources that I used, I used and all that's interesting. Um, article. Well, that's interesting. Article for mine. Sorry. Shout out to all that's interesting. We should like fucking I don't know do a thing in the show okay. notes, right? Okay. Perfect. Um, listen to fucking way too many podcasts on this, so now I I think I'm an expert. So I listen to not another true crime podcast. Those two are hilarious. Mm -hmm. Very sort of like our same vibe. Like they yep. know a little bit and then just like talk about it. Yeah. Um, crime junkie, the 48 hours podcast and Canadian crime podcast. Wow. So, Good job. Yeah, man. All right. So here we go. Uh, Mark Twitchell was a seemingly ordinary 29 year old Canadian man with a wife, Jess and a nine month old daughter named Chloe. When all this oh my happened, God, he had a wife and a daughter and it wasn't his first wife. Listen to that. I don't so know that I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So Mark's first wife was a woman named Megan mm -hmm. from Colorado that he met on a Facebook group for Star Wars fans. Wait, so, your name's Megan and you went to Colorado one time. I've been to Colorado probably <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> but you don't like Star Wars. 
Nah. I mean, no. You're indifferent. <laughs> so anyway, so they got married within months of starting to talk, and they moved to Illinois. Oh, isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, but Mark couldn't keep it in his pants, and he cheated on her, like, at any chance that he got. So eventually Loser. they got divorced, I know, and he moved back to Canada. So already starting off on a bad foot with this dude. Did he marry her for citizen U.S. citizenship? Uh, I don't know that he became a citizen or like maybe he just came here on a green card. He wasn't here very long at all. Mm, visa. Um, but so in addition to being a, a lying cheater, he harbored a dark desire to kill. This desire to kill was even present during his first marriage, like even before any thought of you know Dexter. Because his uh, first wife, Megan, told someone on some interview that he had asked her, like, do you ever feel like you want to kill someone? To which she, like, honestly was like, actually, yeah, sometimes I get really fucking pissed. And I, I think about it, but I would never do it. So Wait, she said that? Do, yeah. She was like, yeah. Do you guys feel that way? No, not a no. chance. Like, that? That feels so worrisome to me that, like, that's a feeling that people go, like, yeah, I kind of do feel like I want to yeah, kill someone. Like, I, like I feel like even if you're like, oh, I'm going to murder her. Like, I don't actually. You don't I'm, like, mean that. No, no not like literally. <laughs> not literally. Well, anyways, away. yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Glad yeah. She Red got out of the before. Yeah. Like, whatever. Okay. So back to Mark. She must have had gruesome. some vibes. Oh, I'm sure. So his gruesome fascination with murder was fueled by his obsession with the TV show Dexter, which followed the story of Dexter Morgan, a blood spatter analyst from the Miami PD who moonlighted as a vigilante serial killer. Honestly, top tier television show. Fucking a serial killer who kills serial killers. It's fucking brilliant. It's so brilliant. I had never watched this, and I got so excited after we talked about it because you guys like talked so highly of it. And I went to go watch it, and it's on um, Showtime. Yeah, we like canceled our subscription, so I got to redo oh, it. No, yeah, no I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get it. It's worth it if you can get like a 30 day free trial and like watch it in like a month or something. Because you're gonna make my really pay for it. He can pay for it forever. Whatever. Oh, it's That's a lot fine. to take in in a month, though. I mean, it, it is also just such a especially the first like three seasons they're so incredible and they're so fucking upsetting produced. that guy that acted in dexter's 52 and he's like still a babe oh he's so Michael hot oh yeah. Uh, yeah still Absolutely. a babe hot as sure hug. yeah take your shirt off bro all right it's i gotta fun. i gotta get some show time yeah man <laughs> excellent show you should watch okay. it just don't become obsessed and like try to become dexter of yeah, course. don't do that. Okay, don't do that because we'll at like this guy it didn't work out for him. Okay, good to know. Um, so Twitchell's life took a life um, took a chilling turn as he began plotting murders in a manner very reminiscent of the fictional character Dexter Morgan. So he was born July fourth, nineteen seventy nine. He's a uh cancer Leo. Yeah, nah, he's cancer. Oh, sorry. Uh, so he was, was born guessing. in. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Love Alberta. Um, you do? Yeah. I don't know. Why are there like, so many names? Is that like... It's like the 
the area. Tinley Park, is, Illinois, yeah, United yeah, States. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think don't they have like provinces or something? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Anyways, um, so this dude, he had a passion for film and even graduated from the Northern Alberta Institute of Technology with a bachelor's degree in radio and television in 2000. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So he's like a smart motherfucker. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, and he even he had an early um, fan film for Star Wars titled Star Wars Secret of the Rebellion. And, and he hmm. actually like got a little bit of attention for that. Um, but it was after that, that his interests took a sinister turn and he developed this morbid fascination with death after beginning to watch Dexter. I have a question. Yes. Was there anything that you found in your research about his history? Like as a child, like, was there any, or are you going to talk about that? Or was there, no, I'm not going to talk about it. I did was like weird. No, I sort of just stayed with like these two incidents and like what happened thereafter um didn't dive super into his childhood but it certainly would be interesting but sort of like based on what i know it seems like he might have been a little bit creepy and then Mm -hmm. saw dexter and then like fucking leaned into it hard and was like oh yes i am i'm gonna be dexter morgan just has like an obsessive personality in some way and then is just like i want to do this this looks amazing and like i can't think about anything else so i'm just gonna do it okay yeah that's sort of the way i i looked at it cool um so his obsession with dexter extended to his online presence he ran a facebook page where he wrote about the tv show from Dexter's perspective. So essentially, he was pretending to be Dexter. That's so creepy. I don't like that. Yeah. And he engaged with like other Dexter fans as Dexter. That's like, was his name weird. on Facebook Dexter Morgan? Like, did he change his name? So yes. he's cat and he's catfishing people. So he's catfishing. This is the catfishing. So, and in one message he shared, we all have a dark side, some darker than others, and you're not the only one to relate to Dexter. So, okay, I think, uh, yeah, which is you know because Dexter talks about his dark passenger all the time, so I think that's what he's relating to. Yes. Oh, I forgot about the dark passenger. God. Yeah. So then he goes on to confess. It sometimes scares me how much I relate. Um. So it was on this Facebook page that he met a woman named Renee. And Mark and Renee bonded over Renee's desire to want to kill her ex-husband's new wife. Damn. So together they like discussed with each other like a plot and a plan and like how they would do it. And like eventually this, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Eventually. Okay. I was like, was uh... like, wow, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, But like after he commits these crimes that I'm going to tell you about, he comes back to Renee and is like, I finally crossed the line. I was so like, he like, says, listen to me. I got some gossip. I'm a murderer. <laughs> All right. Like, I finally did it. I finally crossed the line. And Wait, is like, that oh, how he gets fuck. caught? It is. Does she Let's... sell him out? She doesn't, but that would have been cool. Mm. That would have been But cool. no, he like fucking sells himself out because he's oh. a fucking idiot. Cool. <laughs> Oh, but so, I mean, despite his online interactions and interests, no one really suspected the extent to which he believed he could relate to the character. 
So in October of 2008, he decided to put his dark fantasies into action. <laughs> Are you laughing or coughing? <laughs> I'm, co I'm coughing. I was okay. burping. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, so Twitchell began to meticulously plan his crimes, much like Dex Dexter. So he rented a nondescript garage at a location where he could... Um, lure unsuspecting victims when you, when you say rented a garage do you mean like uh, like how do you rent a garage i think like a question no there are places where there's like standalone like garages for storage or um oh, and, interesting yeah so you can just like rent a garage oh okay cool. yeah um, i think it's for like people who have like super fucking expensive cars and not enough garage space oh okay. yeah or apartments and you're not like you don't have a garage space right um so still feels he, like not like a great murder location like it yeah had, could have some flaws of like someone finding you yeah yeah uh -huh. <laughs> doesn't yeah, feel like definitely. a solid like place to murder especially if you're gonna make it like a murder cave like someone right. walks in and is like oh i'm gonna open this i'm gonna oh my my uncle kenny has his like honda in this garage and then you like accidentally open the wrong one and you're like oh my god like that right. would be a nightmare like at yeah. least you had a property you own right he's like, dumb yeah. he's so dumb yeah so dumb so he started um bopping around on dating apps as a catfish posing Wait, what as pretty... year? sorry 2008 okay 2008 plenty of fish was his go-to um, oh no that's where i met bill I... I know. <laughs> so he was posing as pretty young women to find potential targets, which feels uh, weird, right? Like, like to find men. Like he wanted to, to find men. men. Yeah, he wanted to kill men. Well, that makes oh. sense because maybe I guess maybe like he's trying to be like, oh, these are like men that would be like taking advantage of women. If he's trying to be like vigilante vibes. Was he trying to be well, vigilante vibes, I don't or think was he just trying, trying to murder people? Vibes. Yeah, he just wants to kill people like Dexter oh. did, like with I, well, I, the I, 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 That surprises me then that he wants to kill men, and I don't know why. And I know that's a terrible thing, but like, like in general, women are like. I'm sure the statistic I'm going to get wrong, but I, I imagine it has <laughs> to be in the like 90th percentile that like murder victims are are women like most of the time like i don't know that would just, be interesting to find it would out. Be, I, i'll i will look that up actually because i'd like to know but i do or, or michelle if you want to if you have time i just i would be it's very weird to me i don't know why that he is trying to get men i don't know why you'd think like, he'd want someone who he could theoretically overpower or maybe that's what it is maybe he wants to overpower a man because he doesn't feel man enough i don't know that's interesting he doesn't do a very good job so i'll get okay to all right, so in so in this garage that he has rented, he set up his kill room, just like Dexter would. He put up plastic sheeting. There was a large metal table that he, I don't know, found or purchased or something and put it in the middle of the garage. An assortment of deadly weapons, including a game processing kit. <gasps> uh -huh. Yeah. Oh. But so, imagine, too, like, imagine, like, nowadays someone goes on amazon and orders like <laughs> 200 yards of plastic sheeting well a large I think he was metal like, table <laughs> right and like a deer 
cutting apart kit. Yeah, <laughs> and like a and like a a really sharp knife. Like I feel like someone on Amazon I really like watches us would be like, yeah, would be like, hey, quick aside, uh, Terry is making a kill kit. So yeah. someone's got to go stop him. <laughs> Somebody keep eyes on his uh, next shopping cart. But I think they, I did hear or listen somewhere where he said he was sort of like planning and purchasing things at different times. But mm. also like Daddy's no one cash. needs that much cheating. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So his first uh, victim was a man named Gilles Tetro. Um. <clears throat> he lured him to this garage on October 3rd. And he brought him there, or he the way that he got him there was that he on plenty of fish posed. Yes, I got a finger held up at me. Um, women uh make out account for seventy percent of victims of serial killers. Wow, that's still a lot. Okay, go on. Thank okay. you. So, um, he was lured to this garage, um, in the hopes of meeting a woman named Sheena. Um, that he had met on Plenty of Fish. So this Sheena woman provided him with strange instructions that was going to lead him to this garage. Like she wouldn't, she quote, Sheena slash Mark did not give him like an address to the garage. And I'm going to read you because he uses okay. these twice. It's really weird. So, and it's a text. It says, so, okay, Friday, if you're coming from the north on Grote, get on Calgary. And then when you get there, um, go south, blah, blah, blah. And then it says, then go left and pull into the only driveway on your left that isn't paved, LOL. Seriously, whoever heard of a driveway that looks like the Amazon? Whatever. It won't swallow your car, I promise. There's some garbage up against the fence, like an old couch and such, but it might be gone by Friday. Who knows? Like I said, the garage door will be open for you to touch. Don't worry about the neighbors thinking you're a burglar. Everyone knows there's nothing valuable in there, except my car, of course. See you then, Sheena. So there's no actual, like, hi, come meet me at my home, which is a garage, <laughs> and the address is XYZ. It's just go left, turn right, turn around in a circle, go on an unpaved driveway, and maybe yeah. you'll meet a couch or you won't. Yeah, but it might not. But maybe, maybe not. Like, also, I feel like if I got those directions, I'd be like, nah, not worth nah, it. I'm good. absolutely not going to think that hard about this. So fucking Jill must have just thought he was going to, like, get boned. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, all right, this is strange, but it's cool. Right? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so he he follows those directions. He makes it there, surprisingly. Like, wow. <laughs> I mean, we got to give the, the man an A for effort. Like, yeah. come on. I guess. So, Jill um, enters the garage, and he was brutally attacked from behind by a masked man. Oh. The man wore a black hockey mask with gold stripes painted on it. He was hit with a stun baton. That's dumb. A black hockey mask with gold stripes painted on it. Like, what are you, a mascot? You're yeah. dumb. He is dumb, super dumb. So, so the like the stun baton brought him to his knees, and he was like, "Fuck, dude! Like, fuck, dude! <laughs> like, fuck! I'm not gonna get out of here. I gotta fight." So he like gets up all his courage, and he goes and he like attacks the man that like hit him with the stupid fucking mask on, and now he's got a gun, and he grabs at the gun. He's like, "This is the only way that I'm gonna get out of this garage alive." And he's like, "The fucking gun was plastic. It was fake." What? He's like, "This fucking idiot." 
what is he going to do? Was he trying to scare me? So he like bites him off, rolls under the garage door and like gets out of the garage. He gets pulled back in, <gasps> does it again, rolls out of the garage for a second time. And as he's trying to run, he's like, oh my God, that stun gun, like fucked up my muscles. Like he had a super oh. hard time running, fell down a bunch, like encountered two people walking in the alley by this garage and these people like later came back and they're like, we thought it was like, we didn't help him because we thought it was like, like some sort of ruse. Like this guy was like pretending that he needed help and then he was going to hurt us. Oh, I mean, they're like in a random alley. Like you can't really yeah. them for that. Right. Oh, like right. so sad. Yeah. Because if so, some guy did that to you in an alley, I don't know. Would you, I wouldn't help him, but like, God, that's so fucking sad. I mean, I, I guess know. you could run away and just call the cops and be like hey a guy needs help in the yeah alley. something happened yeah something happened but anyways eventually he gets to his car and he's like fuck i am so embarrassed i'm not gonna tell anybody no he didn't tell anyone for a little while that oh, sucks no. That's yeah. what happens you gotta let ego get in the way look what happens look at how many people you could have saved that's crazy well, oh, but, I mean, I'm glad he got away, but fuck. Yeah, so his decision to not tell anyone proved to be a tragic mistake because another victim, 38-year-old Johnny Altinger, was um, tricked by Twitchell and his online catfishing bullshit only a week later. Mm. That's so what I mean. Johnny Altinger, should... right. So, like Jill, he believed he was going on a date with a woman he met on Plenty of Fish. This time, Twitchell prosed as a 24-year-old woman named Jen. So, gave him the same fucking instructions. That's so... I don't know why that bothers me so much. Like, it just... It's like he copy and pasted his murders. Or, like, does that... Like, it's almost like... It kind of feels like this didn't work the first time all the way, but this first part worked. So, I'm going to yeah. do this the exact same, even though it's And get a real like, gun next time. Yeah, but also... Like, this is so stupid because now you're making them the same. So, like, all the cops have to do is know about the other one and be like, oh, you did all of them. They're the same. Yeah. Like the wet bandits from Home Alone, you know? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, thanks for marking all the try houses. To explain it away. But, um, <laughs> so, right. same instructions. But Johnny, at least, was like, hey, guys. Like, I'm going to go meet this chick, but she gave me these instructions. It's pretty fucking weird. I'm just going to, I'm just going to give them to you also, just in case. So, you know, at least he did that, right? Yeah. So he makes it there also with the same stupid in instructions. And police believe that then Twitchell hit him in the head with a lead pipe, proceeded to stab him to death. And then dismember his body. Wow. So he wasn't as lucky as our guy Joe, but I feel like that escalated um, really fast. Like, yeah. Like he fucked it up the first time and then he was like, okay, I'm going to really do this now. But like, on also, and again, so as someone who has not murdered anyone, um, but on your first murder to like stab someone to death, like that, you know, like, do you know what I'm trying to say, Megan? Like that is so deeply the, personal and it's right. So, like, the intimacy of it is yeah. Fucking crazy. It's also like the amount of like work and like whatever to like dismember. Like not saying 
not saying like oh it's easier to like shoot somebody and walk away but like it is in comparison well, it's way easier what do you do like <laughs> yeah that is that's incredible it's a lot easier oh okay. well i don't I haven't done any of them so i don't know maybe it's fucking right. hard um yeah but like no. theoretically like i don't like un- i don't even know if i would actually be physically strong enough to like dismember a body Oh no, that's exhausting. It would take forever. I and mean, also, do you, you have, have an electric to, like, saw, from... or are we doing like a hand no, you have saw? A, you have a butter knife. Well, in those deer processing kits, which I believe, oh, is what the deer you processing had. kit, yeah, yeah, that's got to be hand saw, right? I imagine. I don't know. That's a that's. I mean, saws all. I don't know. In two thousand and eight. Well, you know, maybe be, maybe a hand know. saw. Let me look that up. I will. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So, so after our our poor gentleman Johnny Altinger disappeared, his friends started getting bizarre emails from him. And in these emails, it said that he had met this extraordinary woman named Jen. And so these are so, hand knives, my guy. Yes. Ooh. I mean, 49, like thirty nine dollars on Amazon. Oh wow! Is this the one that you found? So like that yes, is that's like the one I'm looking at. It's like a uh, handsaw, uh, a bunch of game like, processing kit. Looks knives. like some scissors. It just looks like the butcher like knife pe- set that I have in my house. Yeah, and also kind of like pizza cutting scissors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I just have these in my house, dude. Okay, guys. Yeah, anyway. All right. Well, sorry. sorry. So Twitchell obviously like has broken into Johnny's house. Right. Yes. And now he is like in there and he has sent emails from Johnny's computer to his friends saying that he met this Jen woman and she's like amazing. And we're going to go on this super long two month tropical vacation mm. to Costa Rica. His friends he were hasn't like, met this, he hasn't met her in person no, and he's going to go no. on a two month tropical vacation. Yeah. After the fucking weird instructions on how to get to the garage with the couch nah. and the things, nah. they're like, ah, like, I don't think so. Like, and he doesn't write emails like this. This is bizarre. So they, the friends go to the apartment and they're like, his fucking passport's here. He can't go to Costa Rica. Like Mm. there was food on the counter. Like he was planning on coming back. Like it was quite obvious. His car was missing still, but like he he wasn't going on vacation. But seems sus. Yeah. Total sus. So, after they they figured that out, the friends are like, okay, well, we're going to go to the p- police and we are going to give them these fucking crazy instructions and we're going to tell them that he's missing now. So it's those directions. The police were able to follow them. And then, mm. of course, it led them right to Mark Twitchell because they found out who was renting the garage. And it was him. Duh. Because he's you fucking dumb idiot. Stupid. Yeah. He didn't even use like an alias? No. He said, here's my name and credit card? Yeah. And I am renting this home. But like, or this garage. So his his excuse for this when they came to interview him. um, I'm sorry. So when they went to go see the garage the first time, the police, um, they found a scene that was eerily reminiscent to a Dexter kill room. There was plastic sheeting cover the walls. There was a blood spattered table in the middle of the garage and cleaning supplies didn't even everywhere. Freaking clean the blood. Uh uh-uh. uh. Messy. Uh-uh. How many days after he this guy went missing did the police show up? Um, they showed up on Halloween on October oh. 31st, 2008, and he went missing on the 
me math real quick. From the 8th, oh, the 15th. So like two weeks later. So for two weeks, Mark Twitchell just left that room blood-soaked? Mm-hmm. What? Like he had two weeks to bleach like, the fuck out of it. Also, if we learn nothing from Dexter, Dexter cleans up right away. Right away. That right away. Isn't that the point it. of the plastic so you can yes. fold it up and get yes. it out? Yes. And you put it in big black bags and you put it in a random dumpster and like you move on with your life. Or, yeah. Or you take your boat into the ocean because he was in take Florida. your boat into the ocean. <laughs> so... His, so Luminol's gonna light that place up. Oh, totally. Yeah. So they arrested him on Halloween. That fucking idiot was probably getting ready to wear that stupid hockey mask for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, this is gonna be a <laughs> sick fucking costume, bro. Yeah. So Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they arrested him, and he initially claimed that he was filming a movie called House of Cards, which just so happened to be about men being lured to a garage for a date and then being attacked that's the he uh-huh he just so he just said what he did like as a movie and it's called house of cards so he tiger yeah. woods did it and was like or sorry not tiger woods <laughs> what <laughs> a weird turn i don't think so i'm sorry no 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 no. the other athlete who murdered oj simpson he oj simpson did and was like i didn't kill her but this is how i would have done it Mm -hmm. (laughs) if the glove don't fit you must Must quit quit. so don't worry i can write a book about how i definitely didn't do it he did i think later the wasn't the book called if i did it yeah, that's the joke, my brush. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I did it. Um, so he said that his intention was to like get victims, okay, and let them escape, and it was going to generate buzz for this. Um, but he didn't let movie. them escape. He, right. So then he turned it into, oh well, it was it was it was self defense, and that's why um, Johnny's blood is here because he he was pissed that I wanted to lure him, and then just he found out that I like actually wasn't this gen chick, and they're like, dude, you are fucking dumb. Nice. Yeah, also, if it's self defense, like you caused that. You didn't. It's not self defense when you like were like, oh, I'm gonna lure you into this room. Oh, now you're mad and you want to fight me like that's not self-defense you put yourself in that situation okay. okay so guess what else they found okay so they found this kill room with the things and he lied about the movie and then they found that um in mark twitchell's possession was johnny altinger's red mazda mm. they're like dude so, so he this stole his car too is missing and now you have his car he's like Oh, you know, I was just like at the gas station. This dude just like came up to me and he was like, hey, I'm going to go on this crazy trip. Like, do you want to buy my car for $40? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. I had $40 in my wallet. So I bought his car. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, that's He's totally like a really funny. bad liar, too. So yeah. they had $40? Yeah. Let's like, say, say $4,000. 4, right? That's weird. He deserves well, whatever gave, is happening yeah. to him in prison. <laughs> I just can't believe he like tricked two people, I guess. Okay, well, but like, he was posing as a woman on a men like website. to fuck women. And we men like it. to fuck. They do. <laughs> they do. They're blinded by Listen, their so do women. It's fine. So do women. It's fine. They were we blinded to... by their sexual curiosity. <laughs> But the, I know what the worst part is, like, this dude, he fucking, I feel like he knew something was up with these instructions to, or the directions. 
and he, he told his friends and he didn't fucking trust his yeah. gut which just totally sucks anyways okay so the probably like the most stupid thing that this man did in this entire thing i'm i'm going to tell you about now so the police found a deleted file on twitchell's computer titled sk confessions i'm sorry did this guy never stop did he never watch csi miami of course they can get the deleted things off your laptop you dumb bitch also, you think Horatio Sands doesn't know how to get a thing off a laptop? Get out of town. <laughs> but did he <laughs> did he name it SK as in serial killer? Mm-hmm. Well, he told them it, it stood for Stephen King. Shut the fuck up. You're so dumb. I I hate him for like myriad reasons, but mostly I hate him for how fucking dumb he is. He All is you had to do was watch two CSI episodes to know how to do this better. Oh my God. Okay. So in this document, Twitchell described setting up his kill room and gathering materials such as the plastic sheeting, a steel drum for body parts, an array of weapons, including butcher knives and saws for dismemberment. SK confession begins. Are you going to read it? You're going to read it right now? The whole thing I'm going to read to you. No, I'm going to read you fucking two sentences. Okay. Um, <clears throat> how long is it? Did you read just, the whole thing? No, <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you the beginning because he's a All dumb, right. dumb idiot. Okay, this story is based on true events. The names and events were altered slightly to protect the guilty. This is the story of my progression into becoming a serial killer. <laughs> he is so dumb, he just gave away everything <laughs> in the like literally wrote they didn't, i did this didn't literally need to read to page two like a diary it's just a diary of what happened oh. so they the the document also revealed disturbing details that were eerily similar to Gilles tetro's account of his attack unbelievable so, so I'm sorry, once at this, this point this other guy has come forward sorry he, i must have missed that no he comes out now now that the the press is talking about this sk confessions and these two accounts of this man luring people and that they in this thing that he's written it says that oh the first guy got away and then he was like oh fuck like that was me tell him what happened it was me wow Mm -hmm. oh i mean thank god he came forward but also like what a fucking i just can't i can't imagine but i but i have to wonder and maybe you're going to tell us this but like does mark twitchell ever get like um diagnosed as like a psychopath or like any anything because no, like, he's you know too dumb well no but like but do you know how how i mean like how psychopaths like don't have like the fear that they're gonna get caught and so like right. does he, did he do this because he's just like i'm the best or is he just really like inept and it's and not interesting <laughs> that you ask that i didn't actually put it in my document here that i'm reading to you guys just to try to save a little bit of time but i did um listen to a podcast where they talk about there was also another document slash story that he wrote about himself about him thinking that he is a psychopath interesting yeah okay i don't think Mm -hmm. he's actually no i don't think so either you don't write that you're a psychopath right yeah so he's just like 
just a dom body. Yeah. He is. He is. Um, let's see. So again, he just like tries to explain away things to the cops that are bullshit. Again, seeing that it was self-defense that he killed Altinger, um, stating that he was enraged when he finally realized that the date was a setup. Uh, the jury saw through his excuses and found Mark Twitchell guilty of first-degree murder. He was sentenced to a minimum of 25 years in prison. Um, and then, of course, the trial left lingering questions about the extent to which the TV show Dexter had influenced his actions. But here's the thing. This is like the video games make people kill. Like, I don't know. I think that guy just needed to find some more valuable thing to do with his time. I don't know. Like, yeah. I feel like it's putting blame on the media when it's like not. I don't know. I, I mean, I think there's merit to like young children seeing, like, just to speak on that point for a second. I think there's merit to young, very young children um, seeing and playing games about like murdering and raping and like I blowing think... things up and all of that. That like is going to like shape minds in a certain way that like maybe those things are fun or cool or interesting or maybe not going to be. Um, you're not going to get in trouble for it because it's just a game, quote unquote, yeah. kind of thing. So if you're I don't a, know, not if you're a man, correct. I don't know if you can blame Dexter, like the television show and say like, it's all because of that. I think this man had very clearly even stated that he had these thoughts already about wanting to kill someone. And then I think he just used this as an excuse to do what he wanted to do. Right. Yeah. Like inherently. And like, and then here, and then he was like, oh, but it's this. And it's like, I don't think, I think if he would have watched a CSI and saw a, saw a serial killer that he thought was interesting, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to do it that way. Like, I think yeah. he was just looking for I a reason. I think he was yeah. so stupid. He couldn't come up with his own way. So he had to like yeah. copy it from somebody. Clearly. He's yeah. like, man, I really want to kill somebody, but I just like can't fucking think of how. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, all right, he's in prison, and it wasn't until two years later that he confessed to where Johnny's body was. Where was oh. it? So, after killing and dismembering him, um, he attempted to burn the body, but he couldn't get rid of it all. So, he dumped what was left in a sewer two blocks away from his parents' house. Oh. I know. Also, of um, course you can't burn a body. What? A full body? Like full ass body. Like, you're not a crematorium, my guy. Yeah, and yeah. even those places, like, you put too many bodies in the fucking furnace and yeah, it's black like, smoke in the sky, you know? There's a crematorium across the street from Rich's work. He he gets to see the Ooh. black smoke. There's a funny Ooh. TikTok of these guys, like, <laughs> it's on the driving, car sometimes. driving down the street, and they're like, oh, my <gasps> God, look at that smoke coming out of the yeah. out of something. I wonder if everything's okay, blah, blah. And it's, like, black as night smoke, like, from 1800s England smoke. And, like, <laughs> just fucking chugging into the air and they're like man i hope everything's okay and they like come up upon it and it's like a crematorium and they're like ah! like yeah what are these bodies doing and it was just like a nightmare and i was like imagine the smell in the air imagine. next time next time rich sees the smoke at his work i'll tell him to take a video for you okay yeah oh yeah for sure because he can see it from his office oh my god why across the street Ugh. um so I, I bet you guys are wondering what Michael C. Hall had to say about this, right? Yes. I am. So I said, fuck that kid. Yeah, he was like, "Fuck you, Mark Twitchell. I hate your guts. You're an <laughs> idiot." He's like, "Be smarter." Yeah, actually not. So <laughs> it, I mean, he was silent about it for a little while, but eventually, I think he was interviewed by someone. 
And this is what he had to say. <laughs> All I can say to that is it's horrifying to entertain the notion that something you did inspired that. I immediately found myself saying, well, you know, he would have found something else to inspire him, but I don't know. To be perfectly honest, it's a troubling thing to consider. Mm, that's that's sad. Yeah. That probably ruined. Well, and also, when did Dexter come out? Like when did when... Planes come out? <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Um, nice callback. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it was still. I mean, it didn't detour them or deter them from filming more. Because uh, they're like, this guy's a fucking yeah. idiot. He's a one-off. 2006 can... to 2013. So this was like right in the middle of it. I wonder if that was like hard for Michael C. Hall to like do like to to do either a next season or a next episode or like whatever. I, mean, I wonder sure. if he felt that way. That's really – that's honestly like makes me feel kind of sad just from like a creative standpoint that he might have felt like, you know – like maybe oh, yeah. I shouldn't be doing this. A bit. Yeah, yeah. Because he felt bad about it. Oh, well, um, he sure is a good actor, then. Dear man. All right, I got just a little bit more to tell you, and then we'll be done. Um. So Twitchell again, who was obviously dubbed the Dexter Killer, vehemently denied any connection between his crimes and the fictional character. Um. In SK Confessions, he asserted that his crimes were not a copycat of the style of Dexter Morgan, but rather an attempt to pay homage to the character. And to that, I say that's bullshit. Um, Twitchell is still in prison in Canada um, Good. today. While there, you're going to fucking die. He was allowed to have a flat screen TV so he could fucking catch up on Dexter of the episodes that he missed while he was on trial. I'm sorry, I mean, is he in should... prison? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was allowed to fucking finish the show. Well, uh, he had to know how it ended, though. What if that he got feels caught? like a conflict of interest, but I don't know. That feels like, that feels like giving, like, a heroin addict like a, like a little bit of heroin every day. Yeah, just being like, like it's bit. okay. It's okay. You like they were it. like, oh, we finally but weaned like, him off. Methadone, Bob, off he's heroin. off the methadone. <laughs> he's like, he's finally on the lowest dose of, dose of methadone. Ah, hit him with a, just like hard a heroin. Slug of heroin. Give <laughs> yeah. him the one with the fentanyl in it real quick. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah, fine. Fentanyl his ass. But okay. And also he was allowed to be a part of another dating app that allowed him to try to find what true love. Why does that exist? Why is it a thing? <laughs> Who made that? I don't know, but I think with COVID, it got shut down, and thank God, because fuck that guy. Why did COVID have to shut it down? What? I don't know. No, I why does know. that exist? That's insane. Okay, I, I want to know, know the programmer who made that, because fuck that guy. Who's signing up for... How many members are on here? A, a million. Probably a million? A million? I don't know. But anyways, that well, is the story. Well, to all of, of our friends Mitchell. who are having difficulties finding any single people on like the regular <laughs> match.com, plenty of fish, J date, I don't know, farmers only know. over 55, <laughs> go on the prison one. Maybe you'll have some luck because apparently there is 1 million people on there. Yeah, that's, all that's where all the, the good ones are at. It's not like the prison buddies pen pal thing, is it? 
No, it was it's like, like an actual dating app. It says like want them to find love, right? Who wants them to find love? I don't like I society don't or the prison, like the prison manager, like who? The warden? The prison manager? <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Like thinking uh, of a, like a manager like we have at work. Like, yeah, well, like what else is a warden okay, other than a prison manager? Guys. We're going to oh. do our quick morning huddle. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Can you imagine? Chester, you assaulted a guard last night. To be clear, not okay. To be clear, not cool, not, not cool. cool. Three rations. <laughs> we will move on. We are on a three-strike rule here. All right. Now, Jerry, we got to talk. You're on strike three, Oh, you're guy. still going. Oh, you're shit. Going. I was just going to try to wrap up my fucking thing with Michelle. Don't stop. Okay. Uh. Anyways, that's it. That's all I got. That is the that's story really of Mark fun. the Dexter killer. I mean, and wow. Murder. What a fucking idiot yeah right it's just so for someone who thinks he's so is, creative and like yeah. brilliant to be so fucking dumb it's yeah. just it's moral wild. of the story is be smarter when you kill mm-hmm. yeah or just like don't kill right and just watch yeah. dexter and masturbate and you'll be fine oh like <laughs> i like my moral better I know, or, but I mean, just enjoy the show for what it is and then be sad when it's over the end. Ugh, okay, wild. Megan. That was fine. good, Maggie. Okay, Yay. I liked that. That was a good one. That was good. I've um, never watched the show, but I will. You gotta. I will get fucking have to. So it's watch it. so good. I would yeah, watch it gotta. again, actually. All right. Um, I think I'm up. Will you come to my house every girl? night and watch for it? Watch it with me? No. Yeah. Okay. What? I oh, I said yes. I'm not gonna. You're gonna drive <laughs> to her house you're every in my night and watch it with her. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I would probably hop on a call like this and watch it with you. And be like, oh my god, did you see that? What if I said that, you, Tracy? Would, would you come to my house if I told you you could lay in my bed with me oh, and watch man. it? That's I, risky business. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you'd be like, I'm there, bitch. <laughs> would we get to? Would we get to like hold hands? I think about it. You, you think about it? Way. Yeah, you came all this way. Would you way. make me a bowl of popcorn? Yes, we're going to oh. have popcorn. But would you let her put her cold feet on you? No. no. I wouldn't even do that That's to her. That's crazy. That's mean. I would do that 100. <laughs> socks in the bed. Hand, I would put my cold feet on you. Well, no, no socks in the bed. You then, come in. If you do socks in the bed, you're no better than Mark Twitchell, my friend. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, so listen, listen. I don't wear socks in the bed usually. And I used to think that was crazy. But when I was in Alaska... And we had to use the outdoor bathroom when we were in the cabin that didn't have any of the water on the inside. You had to go to the outhouse in the middle of the night and pee outside. So I learned to sleep with socks on. So it was one less step when you woke up to pee in the middle of the night. And actually, I was like, it's pretty cozy. I should do this more. What about slippers? So you had to put like the snow boots on. It was like actively snowing. It was like a whole thing. Also, there was no heat in the cabin and it was like pretty cold. So I mean, if I'm in a cabin that has no heat in like the Arctic, then you're wearing socks in the bed. Yeah. But in my temperature controlled house in Illinois, I'm not going to put socks on. There was like a weird vibe about it though, that I feel like I did sleep better. I don't know. I should, I'll, I'm going to try it, try all it again today. See what's up. Trial it for a week and report back. All right. Yeah, okay. That's on the next app. So <laughs> I am uh I'm first gonna paint a little picture before you before I tell you what um I'm doing. I think you guys know what I'm doing, but for the listeners, um I'm gonna put a little 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you imagine some things, if you will. Um, all right, so <laughs> Michelle's showing us her feet. Um, <laughs> That's good flexibility. <laughs> so everybody agrees that there's nothing more lovely and more beautiful like a day at the beach, right? There's Love nothing it. better. Then go into the beach, a nice sunny day, the sun is shining. So, so close your eyes, if you will, and imagine Put you're, your sunscreen at, on. you're at the beach, oh, yeah. the Absolutely. sun is shining, it's warming your face. You're walking in the lapping water of the waves crashing onto shore. You might be searching for a seashell or two, maybe looking for a spiral one for your collection. You hear a few seagulls, you excitedly no. throw them a shrimp because you're not afraid of seagulls. Oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. You're then leaning down and you're grabbing pink and white and yellow shells. And then you see up ahead a small object in the distance. What is that? Could it could it be a jellyfish washed ashore? No, they don't live is it, here. Is it a, a, a small turtle sunning itself? No, they come out at night. Maybe it's an interesting piece of wood that was in a boat wreck many moons ago. Ooh, pirates. So what do we did do, Michelle? All this? Yes, I did. I hate what do we do, Michelle? <laughs> no, this is freelance, baby. <laughs> Improv comedy. You go and you investigate. And as you get closer, you go, huh, I think I recognize that object. Oh, oh my, just a shoe. But who? among us would forget their shoe at the beach and on top of that it's a tennis shoe which is a little bit odd oh, we're but then you so see it michelle and megan you see it and it is a shoe yes but also it is a human foot still <gasps> inside the tennis no! shoe dun, dun, dun. how did it get here <laughs> so i am doing so um weird. That's the, so weird. The not German. Um, <laughs> that was a really good tourist, German tourist at the beach. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for doing that and helping. Um, sure. That, uh, so th I'm going to be doing, so I actually also learned, just as an aside for my friend Lauren, who's been here, it's Salish Sea. So this is kind of a callback to the Orca episode um, where I was talking about the Salish Sea and like all of the, um, stuff surrounding orcas who live there. Um, so Salish Sea foot, feet mystery um, is what I'm is what this is called. Um, I had an all that's interesting article by Kalina Fraga, um, and I also looked up stuff on National Ge Geographic who did a report on this. So, um, but yes, I did. And Megan A L I S H. Yeah, but it's pronounced like say like S A Y. So Salish. Salish. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get into this. Um, all right. So the beaches that surround the Salish Sea between Western Canada and Washington State are naturally beautiful. Um, tourists and visitors can find shells, beach glass, and sometimes even pieces of pottery that are washed ashore. But in 2007, people started coming across something much more gruesome, human feet. So... Where did the so-called Salish Sea feet come from? On okay, so first, first finding 
on August 20th, 2007. This is sad because it's just like, imagine being this. Wait, tw- where is the Salish Sea? Is this in Canada? It's off the um, the western um, Canadian coast in Washington State. Did Isn't you say that? Sorry. Episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. Canadia. Um, <laughs> all right. So a 12-year-old girl is walking along the beach on an island called Jedediah Island in British Columbia, Canada. And um, she comes across a blue and white running shoe size 12 men's and oh, at, big a big, a big shoe yeah dude <laughs> so she was kind of like immediately just kind of like oh it's just a sh- like piece of trash like this is just a shoe that like somebody washed but she very quickly discovered she like picked it up and discovered that there was a human foot inside of it like i think she That's was just gonna like pick it up i think she's just a 12 year old girl who's like what, oh. what's the shoe doing out oh, here like, it's it. fucking gross touch anything you um, know so it contained a human foot so this was the first foot finding in the salish sea um but less than a week later a second foot appeared on a nearby island called Ga- gabriola island um and police were like fucking bugging WTF. they were like this is fucking nuts like n- like on one hand finding a foot is like weird right Gross. like finding a foot in a shoe is weird but finding two feet in like the same general area within one week of each other shoes, is right? in shoes yes in different, shoes like two different sets of shoes so it's so it's because it's just it's not one foot pair. but oh. it's not so that is actually so they were both right feet and they were both oh. different shoes so it mm. couldn't have been from the same person mm-hmm. most likely um and they were different tennis shoes they were both tennis shoes but they were different tennis shoes um so this spe- like led to a ton of suspicion right among the um royal canadian mounted police rcmp um and they all suspected foul play they were immediately like this is bad this is We've definitely a problem We've got a murder. Um, a man named Gary Cox of the RCMP, which also, I for my whole life thought it was Royal Canadian Mountain Police, not Mountain. Oh, and so I was like, when I saw this today, I was like, oh no, they're all them Mountain Police for their or Mountain Police because they're on the horses, right? No, oh, I understand that now. But I always oh. called them mountain police, which I think is cuter, in well, my opinion. Canada has a lot of mountains, so that makes yeah. sense. I get yeah, it. I get, where you, I get where you got it from. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Can I tell you guys, I'm going to derail you already. Like, yeah. since we're talking about things we didn't know were. Anyways, I thought the saying to make, not be able to make ends meet. Like, I thought it was like, like a meat. <laughs> I like made out of like the ends of like <laughs> like you're like so you far. <laughs> like you, know, like you, you thought ends, you thought ends, ends meat was it like the name of the dish? <laughs> yes, like, you were so poor. You had to make like this meat pie out of like all meat. the like the bits, the end bits to to make ends meat. I'm so honored that you just told us something like that. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, idiot. <laughs> no, but again, I see where you're coming from with that. Like, yeah. it has a logical progression for sure. Yeah, yeah. 
and and it also does kind of mean the same thing like you would use the shared parts of the meat yeah if you're poor yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i think that's fine yeah and i honestly right. kind of like your idea more i'm not gonna lie yeah i'm gonna actually start thinking of it like that yeah yeah <laughs> try and um, make that ends meat you know <laughs> sorry I want to make a dish called ends meat and I want to eat it together on the podcast one day. It's just like a chicken pot pie. Yeah. (laughs) Filled with like fucking terrible brown meat that like no one would eat. Okay. Okay. So Gary, Gary Cox of the RCMP um, spoke with one of the, one of Vancouver's um, newspapers and said, quote, Finding one foot is like a million to one odds, but finding two is crazy. I've heard of dancer. <laughs> I just love that he said, but finding two is crazy. And then he said, I've heard of dancers with two left feet, but come on. <laughs> guy's hilarious. You know? And I just feel like also like just to hear that in a Canadian accent would make me so like, happy. That just feels like a very Canadian vibe. Overall. Yes. And he's the and that's he's crazy. The, like he's the the mountain police. He's the mountain police. He's like the he's like the I was gonna say the um the leader, but that's not right. Like maybe like a detective? I don't know. Captain? Captain, probably. Um, okay. So how many feet, if you guys had to guess, um, how many feet would you think have been found in the Salish Sea? Since I'm writing talking about it as this way. What would you um, guess? I feel like it's not fair because I've heard a podcast on this, but I Oh, then I... you don't say anything, oh, Michelle. Okay. 18. Ooh, very good guess. 20. Oh. There have been at least 20 feet found um, around the Salish Sea. Crazy. Both in British Columbia and further south in the Puget Sound near Seattle. Um, okay, I've seen the Puget Sound. I love that place. So do I. I know. It's beautiful. Um, There's the Bright Eyes song about that. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> listen, it's not emo talk. Um, okay, so... Um, almost all of the shoe or almost all of the feet that washed ashore were wearing tennis shoes. There were a couple wearing hiking shoes, but for the most part, most of them were, were in like was a tennis shoe with a foot inside of it. Um, so what's, so that's interesting. So do you guys, if you, and if you don't, if you already know the answer, make something up, but like what theories, like, if you have any theories of like what you would think if you were like reading the newspaper, like another foot found, like what would your brain go to immediately? Sharks. Sharks, okay. Yeah, sharks. That's it? Just sharks? Sasquatch. Be like, Sasquatch. Shit, there are sharks in that water. Okay. Like, boat accident? Like I mean, feet. that would make sense, right? I don't know. What did you say? Got the, a boat accident? Like, Sure, absolutely. Um, so the three, like... Pour an acid rain in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the three main theories um, were that the feet belonged to victims of a shadowy um serial killer that was like dumping bodies into the ocean mm-hmm. yeah and then the like dexter like oh. dexter um others suggested that they came from um like drowned um migrants that were like lost uh, like at sea um oh. and then one theory that took a kind of took took like um, like a hold of like a large population of people was that they thought it came from like maybe a plane crash. Like all of these feet started washing ashore from like a plane crash that somewhere. But what there were time were these feet found? Uh, between 2007 and I mean theoretically now, this I think it's like an actual modern day. 
Oh yeah, and like there, there was still. I don't, I don't have like the final day. I can look that up probably of like when the last foot was found. But the article that I read was in 2023. So like, I think theoretically, like over the course of the last like 20 years, yeah, 15 years. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, and I'll, I'll, I can even show. I can maybe try and look it up, but I can show you guys. Um, there's like a map of where they're all found, and like it is. I mean, far apart because it's a sea, but like, it's really not that far apart for it to be. 20 feet like washing to shore within a like a small distance it just is very weird um okay so the police were kind of like how the fuck does this happen so they they were had these theories they had these thoughts so they actually got really smart and they found some researchers um to help them understand how bodies would act in conditions like the salish sea uh, conditions. So they actually experimented with pig carcasses as a stand-in for human cadavers um, to see like how bodies would react in the Salish Sea. Uh, human bodies usually sink, especially for people that drown. And once they hit the seafloor, forensic scientist Gail Anderson of Simon Fraser University found that, and this, this sentence, I don't know why, and I want to very quickly, Michelle, mild trigger warning for you because I'm going to talk about bones. Ugh. Okay? Um, this, is a, this is a quote from Gail Anderson. Cadavers are quickly devoured by sea life, like lobsters and crabs, which mm -hmm. are all otherwise known as arthropods. Mm -hmm. And it says arthropods will skeletonize and disarticulate. Dis no. Disarticulate, disarticulate, sorry, um, which is a, just a fancy word for like separating the joint or joint or bone. Um, so they will disarticulate a body quite quickly depending on uh, the ocean conditions. This means that the feet are rapidly separated from the rest of the body. Um, from there, um, a professor professor in oceanography parker mccready of the yeah, university parker. of washington um mm -hmm. found that the salish sea provides a perfect condition to push the disarticulated feet towards the shore like the buoyancy like and the salt the, and like the amount of salt that's what yep, i was gonna mm -hmm. say like it's like a perfect salt. condition to like not keep the feet floating out there forever but to push them to shore um so it says he so he says quote things that float on the ocean like, surface the tennies have something to do with it too. Yes, they do. Ah. Um, <laughs> so, um, so quote, things that float at the ocean surface move with the currents, but are also pushed a bit by the wind. And this can be significant in getting them to shore. The prevailing winds around the Salish sea are West to East. And so floating stuff in this part of the Pacific gets blown to the coast incredibly effectively. Um, Researchers also found, Michelle, um, that tennis shoes played a role in the mystery of the Salish Sea feet. Tennis shoes today are more likely to float, thus disarticulated feet in tennis shoes are more likely to wash up on the beach. Um, this Gail Anderson chick says, um, says this next sentence, quote, feet easily disarticulate and when they are attached to a flotation device, such as a running shoe, they are easily washed ashore. Notice there are no feet washing up on the shore in stiletto heels or flip-flops <laughs> i just <Yeah>. like <laughs> these people in canada are just killing it with these little sentences um she says also today's running shoes are much more buoyant than past running shoes right they're yeah, made you out get of a pair of hokas on somebody those bitches are floating a show you might float a whole body up um 
Okay, so um, so investigators were able to use DNA from the foot um, to match many of the feet to a name, and they noted that m- almost all of the feet belonged to just someone who went missing. Like, their family mm. said that they're missing. Yeah, because the vast- they got murdered. Well, you know, I mean, like, theoretically, some of them could have, but but the vast majority had been missing for more than a year. Um, one of the feet... They weren't murdered. It doesn't mean they weren't murdered, but uh, hold on. Uh, one of the feet found belonged to a fisherman. Now remember, mm. this is 2007. That had been missing since 1987. Oh, what? Isn't that crazy? Like, I wonder Whoa. if he was in like a really deep part of it and like drowned all the way to the bottom, and like it took a long time for things. Maybe like because because isn't there something about like being in the super cold and the super salt that it takes longer for your body to break down? Like maybe he was in something so deep that like crabs and fucking arthropods aren't gonna like disarticulate him. I don't know. Um, but I just think that's crazy. But it says then, in many cases, it was clear that the missing people had died from accidents or suicides, including a woman uh, who jumped from a bridge. Uh, yeah, that's what so- they want you to think when the serial killer pushed your ass over. <laughs> um, so I said nothing. I said nothing s- suspicious or untoward. But that's not the word I'm looking for. I'm looking for the word that's like um, malicious, but it's not that. So if anybody thinks of the word that I'm trying to look for, shout it out. Um, <laughs> I've been thinking about it all day, and I still can't remember what word I'm trying to say. I don't, wait, but, sorry, I don't understand what you're trying to say. So, not so there was nothing. There was nothing like there was no like malintent. It wasn't. It most of these cases, the families kind of uh, like acknowledged. Pretty that, straightforward, yes. and they were like, "Yeah, they were soups emo. They were definitely listening to that Connor Ober song about the Puget Sound." <laughs> yes, they. We know what happened. Yes, <laughs> this my magic wand. I'm gonna. Make sure you can. Megan just pulled out her Harry Potter wand out of literally <laughs> nowhere. And it has the light on top of it as if she is about to cast a spell on us. I was um, going to make your brain think of the word. Oh, you were trying to like Alakazam me? Look. Yeah. Thanks, babe. I appreciate that. What if it worked? What if I just screamed the word out? Yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> I would, I'd turn off this podcast right now. Like, I have to go to like, this is the best Christmas present I've ever bought my kid before. Right. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'll figure it out. Um, Okay, so then, um, quote, and I think this might be from Anderson again as well. The material in running shoes or hiking boots is too tough for anything to eat through them, and some of them have air or rubber soles that cause them to float. So, in other words, the story of the Salish Sea feat is a simple, if not, if you know, only a tragic one. Investigators believe that people who died by accident or suicide ended up in the water where, where... um, lobsters and crabs naturally disarticulated their feet. Modern day tennis shoes made of buoyant material floated to the surface where the currents of the Salish Sea pushed them to shore. And though feet will likely continue to appear along the coast of places like Vancouver and Seattle for many years to come, it appears that they're no cause for alarm. The Salish Sea feet are likely not the work of a serial killer, but rather of just our friendly crab and lobster family down below. And that's the Salish Sea feet. If I ever die, can you put my body in the Salish Sea? Yeah. I'm just going to put your foot in there. No, I want I'm my just whole gonna body. Put you... I want the crabs to do it. I'm just going to put right. you in a bin at Red Lobster and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> put some cheddar biscuits in there. <laughs> I will cheers your body with cheddar biscuits. All right, fair. Oh, my God. No. Nice the Salish Sea, you know, Iceland, the Salish Sea, or Red Lobster, whatever one you can get to easiest, whatever. It's fine. Either one. But, yeah, that was kind of like a quickie, but I think it's kind of an interesting story, and I feel like it's also – 
I don't know. I feel like it's one of those stories that's a little bit like if you're at a party, you can be like, oh, my God, have you ever heard of this crazy thing that happened, you know, in 2000, in like the early 2000s or whatever? I just think it's kind of a, a neat story. So, yeah. So your story reminded me of this um, book that I read a long time ago, but it's actually kind of interesting. It's called Stiff. It's by um, Mary Roach. Yeah. Um, I've heard of but- that book. Yeah, it's a really good book, but they talk about um, all the uses of cadavers or people who donate their body to mm-hmm. science. Um, and one of them was how they would like, one of the stories that I remember is they they would leave the bodies out in the field with different um, types of clothing on them so that they would know the difference like of the like- body form? I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Like talking about- yeah. So like oh, okay. you'd have one naked, one with polyester, one with cotton so that you could like know when you found decomposed remains, like how long they had been there based on what they're wearing, what the exposure was and things like that. That's what I want my body to go to. Some fucking cool farm. science like that. Like, yeah, that's going to help people in the future solve like fucking shit although i also That's do want cool. people to get the option to like open me up and be like what happened in here you know like and <laughs> oh you know poke around a little bit yeah why not yeah cool well, not not why not for me i want to be like burned up but okay yeah well, can you be can you be donated to science first and then burned up should you do a would you rather would you rather be donated to science or <laughs> i, I want to be burned up on a fire burned up because okay. I want my ashes to go like all around like sick places. So, okay. Right, well, Berkey, you're on. Would you rather's love? Yeah. Do you have any? Would you rather? What? Uh, you forgot? I kind of forgot. Oh, fuck, she's googling something right now. <laughs> okay, let's look. So, it up. so you know what? Right. Great for kids. What the Here. fuck? Do you know Wait, that can Lucy? I just, no, hold on. We have done 10 episodes now, and on every <laughs> single episode, when you are not either the main person or the shorty, I have you are one. the would-you-rather person. <laughs> okay. Would you rather yeah. be abducted by aliens or run into Bigfoot? Hang out. Be abducted my- by aliens. Bigfoot. Okay, stop. Why? Why would I want to be abducted by aliens? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not afraid of it. You're not afraid of it? You want to know what's up? You want to see what they got? You want to see what's Yeah, I bet they're way better than us. I bet they're like, oh my God, we watch you guys on Bravo and you are fucking nuts. We watch other dumb. That's crazy. All right. No, I I feel like uh, Bigfoot Bigfoot? might be be like a cool guy. He's like sort Uh, of misunderstood. He might like invite me back to his... I actually, I'm going, with, I'm going with Megan. I think Bigfoot's just like, he's yeah. just a chill guy. Just he, trying yeah. to live his life. People are trying totally. to fucking paparazzi his ass. And he's just like, I just want to sit by my fire and drink my PBR. I think he's going to yeah. be boring. I think he's going to, I think you're going to be like, so like, tell me about being Bigfoot. And he's going to be like, no. And you're going to be like, oh, okay. No, he's and then probably going to say, like, I'm so lonely. Would you like to be my friend? No, he's not going to say I'm so lonely. Otherwise, he would run to the camera people and be like, I love you. Like, help me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's not going to say I'm lonely. He's going to be like, get the fuck out of here or I'm going to eat you for supper. And you're going to be going to eat me. I do. No. I could do Jitsen maybe. I think he's got like beef jerky. He doesn't need to eat me. He has beef jerky. How? I don't know. Watch the commercials. He's got it. <laughs> That's right. 
He, he snaps walks down to the local gins. fucking 7-Eleven and oh, gets some yeah. jerky and then is like, you didn't see me. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, turn off those cameras. <laughs> yeah, it's like that mess He spray paints the, the cameras while he's walking into the 7-Eleven. Videos, right? Like, when they're like, when they play the pranks on Sasquatch and he's got the beef jerky. That's no, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. What? Megs, do you know that? Um, like maybe. Oh my god, you guys! Okay, I have a would you rather. All right. Okay. You just Ooh. googled it too. It yours is We forgot my mom's mine. would you rather. Oh yes, we. That is exactly what we have to do. <clears throat> Never mind. We had a, this is we had a, wild. A submission, <laughs> guys. My mom started listening to the podcast. Hi. Hi. Okay. Hi, mom. Hi, Bogue. Uh, hi, dad. He listens too. Maybe what my about brother the Nate. Doge? Baxter. Yeah, Baxter yeah, listens. He's, he's interested. He's into it. Okay. So, <clears throat> this is Bogues. Would you rather? Would you rather be in a coma for three years, not knowing if you'll come out of it, or be in maximum security solitary solitary confinement for five years? Solitary confinement. I can get ripped. I knew that was going to be your answer, and I knew that's the exact reason why that was going to be your answer. <laughs> Michelle's like, I will learn how to climb those tiny little finger holds. I will do a thousand push-ups a day. You know how many push-ups I can do? You do so many push-ups. I could do I yoga. Think I couldn't be alone for five years, I don't think. I think I would go crazy. Yeah, I, and, and I'm going to be like doing my like push-ups and be like, it's fine. But also, <laughs> yeah, I could probably do a thousand push-ups a day. You right. did say we did clarify with your mom that you will come out of the coma and yes. like theoretically be okay, and you yes. will leave prison after the five years of yes, like solitary record, confinement. all good, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah. Right. Well, you I mean, like you have a record, you're in years. solitary confinement. Like that means that you okay. literally are a psychopath murderer. Okay, Starbies will still fucking hire me. Whatever. Yeah, Starbies might hire you. Yeah, um, true. but I think I, I think. The solitary confinement is so hard because I actually do think that I would go insane. Like I, yeah. me, tra like Tracy, I think that I would lose my mind. I think that I wouldn't be able to be without other people for that long. And so I, I'm going to choose, in my opinion, the lesser of the two evils and be in a coma with one but caveat. You're going to have bed sores. No, I'm not going to have bed sores. <laughs> Because I am going to have, I'm going to write down tonight to my husband that a two-hour turn is inadequate. It must be an every 30-minute turn. And I want passive range of motion. And I want oh, yeah. ankle weights on my legs with passive no. range of motion. No. And I want, yes, and I want You're not getting this. two feeds. I don't want TPN. And I want um head you're of the gonna, bed no whatever you're 30 degrees on those two beats head the of the bed up. 30 degrees no. all the time oh my absolutely <laughs> yep i'm gonna be in a sand bed one of those fucking things so i'm no. just like oh yeah know, when you shit in those beds you're telling me they get clean get out of town no, i'm gonna have a zazi that's gonna be appropriately inflated it's gonna give you a pressure ulcer on your it's be appropriately inflated no absolutely clear, not tell the people what a zazzy is since you it's a, want it's one. a rec it's a rectal tube that that drains your poopy that drains your poop when you're when you have liquid poop and you know what you're not gonna have liquid poop because you're gonna get used to that tube feed and it's gonna Ooh. be nice and yeah which is even better because that means my bowels are still appropriately being maybe we'll um, just put you in a collar bed and say fuck you Tracy you know what Go. Be, meanwhile, I'm gonna be 
fucking ripped. That's yeah, true. and then you're also going to get out of prison, and you're going to be like, <laughs> and not be able to talk to humans. I'm going to wake no. up and be like, I disagree. Well rested. No, <laughs> both of these are a goddamn nightmare. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come. Can out I and ask like, a question? Yeah. If you're in, if you're in solitary confinement, do you get one conjugal visit a year? I don't know. Are you thinking? Are you you're asking? Just... Yeah, I'm no, asking you a question. Like do we one want one hour in the yard, like a week? One hour in the yard a week? Yeah, the fucking like weight yard, and you gotta go out there by yourself because you can't be by other humans. Yeah, why not? I think just being alone would be so hard for me. I, I wonder just, if you get. I talk to myself enough. Like <laughs> I would be fine. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Do I get art supplies? No, because no, because you could kill murder somebody. Supplies. With it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you so get it's just me alone. You guys, that's what if you can e-reader. You have a Kindle, but you can only download like one book a year. What can you <laughs> do in solitary confinement? And it's got to be like a. Like e? one of those free e-Kindle books that are like trash. <laughs> Bullshit. Like, so, like one of the books you can you have to like get from the library, but like it's yeah. always fucking checked out. So you can and also the internet it. in in the in the um concrete in the hole takes it's a so really long. long time. So it takes so, six weeks to download one book. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that sounds that bad. You can eat, sleep, meditate, study, and exercise. Yeah, That's I mean, it? yeah, why not? I would be a fucking damn boot, a ripped. Okay, ass fine. I'm changing it. my mind. I think I want now that I know I can do those things. That's fine. I can do that. What do you mean now that you know you could do those things? Like, you know I thought you just meditate? had to sit there and not do anything. No, you could. You're gonna meditate. You're gonna do some yoga. You're gonna get your push-ups in. You're gonna, like. I bet they give you a book. I bet if you're nice, no problem. What book do you think they give you? How to be a police Bible. officer. <laughs> well then i'm choosing coma again never mind, <laughs> never mind. i'm going to a coma i'm in a coma i'm going to coma let me get a bed sore fuck that <laughs> oh all right well hey guys all this right, is guys. a fun episode it was fun maggie I'm thanks so for letting me be the star that you're back <laughs> and that you uh did some mystery and lore we needed it for sure. Yeah, we did not have any on the last. A lot of bird talk, no mystery lore. Yeah, I listened yeah. to like the first eight minutes, you fuckers. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> we shit off. on Miller Lite. Uh -huh, we, yep. we talk about birds. <laughs> you talked about Ottawa, my husband's hometown. I couldn't even fucking participate. <gasps> oh, really? No! Yeah, and then when dude. I was like, isn't there a magical Ottawa? And I thought it was Omaha. <laughs> yeah, and I think you were talking about Ottawa, Canada. Maybe is what you were maybe, trying to think Maybe, maybe I am. But, oh, that is the other odd one. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you, bitches. I don't even understand how other people can listen to this and not want to just like scream at us. <laughs> Maybe they do. That's true. That's true. Well, uh, if you like what you hear, like what you listen to, follow us on Deep Derailments Pod um, on Instagram. If you want to send in any would you rather's or any topics you'd like us to talk about, um, we have an email at deepderailmentspod at gmail.com. And uh, otherwise, pals, go deep. Get derailed. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 Bye.